It was like a dream come true, I'll tell you. It was right after Christmas. I was in Manger Square in Bethlehem, near the entrance to the Church of the Nativity, which is built over the cave, believed to be the birthplace of the Son of God. I mean, it felt like the whole town was a celebration. There were festive lights lining all the streets and, and caroling choirs. There was a parade and a dazzling Christmas tree on the square. Not this Christmas. The birthplace of Christmas will be dark and deserted this Christmas, just like so many hearts. I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about light for a dark Christmas. You know, the song says it's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, it's not for everybody. The joy to the world only seems to amplify the sadness if your holiday heart is lonely or broken. You've lost a loved one. There's a crumbling marriage, a wandering son or daughter, maybe a life-upending diagnosis. It could be a shattered relationship or just a nameless darkness in your soul. Strangely, when Jesus came that first Christmas, there were no lights, there were no parades, not even a room where he could be born. Rome had found another way to get more money from the already impoverished Jewish people. And the Son of God would come into the world in the filth, the stench of a stable. And soon the little family, well, they'd flee as refugees when the evil king ordered the massacre of every Jewish baby boy under two. Yeah, it was pretty dark that first Christmas. And in a way, it was dark all the way to that Good Friday, 33 years later, when Jesus would die alone on a Roman cross. But for every heart that feels dark and deserted this Christmas, there's hope in that manger. The Bible reveals what was really going on in that stable in John 1, 4, and 5. In him was life. The life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. You know, we often hear that God is at the top of the mountain and all the religions of the world are ways to get to him up there. But Jesus didn't come to start a religion or be a religion. He was something no one had ever conceived of. The God who came down from the mountain to where we are, to be one of us, to bring God close, and ultimately to die for us, for the very sinning we've done against him. For ultimately, that darkness in our heart is the absence of the God we were made for. Our loneliness is cosmic loneliness. We're lonely for God. And our brokenness, well, that's the damage done by a world of 8 billion people who have defied his rule over their lives. But since that O Holy Night in Bethlehem, millions have found the light that is stronger than the darkness, a light inside you that's not dependent on a flickering world around you. It's a new beginning, and Jesus offered it in his liberating invitation. It's our word for today from the Word of God in John eight twelve. I am the light of the world, he said. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Imagine every wrong thing you've ever done forgiven. The broken pieces repaired and restored by his resurrection power. And finally, the end of lostness, the beginning of a life with eternal meaning and one unlosable love. For as the Bible says, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. One love that will never desert you, never divorce you, never die on you. You want this relationship with him? It can begin today when you tell him, Jesus, I'm yours. I believe it was my sin you died for. 
I hope you'll go to our website because we're set right there to help you be sure you belong to him. As of today, anewstory.com, anewstory.com. Somewhere today, there's a heart that has just spent its last day, dark and deserted, because today, the light's coming in. I pray that's you. Thank you so much for listening to A Word With You with Ron Hutchcraft. God bless you.